Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com.
Well, greetings and welcome to Topically Yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. And I'm dear to Shula, your host. Well, and based on the song I opened the show with, which was What Kind of Man Would I Be? I suspect many of you know who I will be interviewing at the top of the show today. Most specifically, I will be talking to Rick Kinchin, but we're going to be calling him Rick throughout the show. He's the talented R&B band. He's with the talented R&B band Mint Condition. And on the second half of the show, we're going to talk with Dwayne Wiggins of the band Tony, Tony, Tone. So let me give you some background into Mint Condition. The group is from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I believe they formed right out of high school in the mid-1980s. Condition is comprised of Stokey Williams, who's on vocals and drums, Homer O'Dell on guitar, Larry Waddell on keyboards, Jeff Allen, sax and keys, Carrie Lewis, who may or may not still be with the group, uh, he's on guitar and keys, and Rick, who, and they're also known for their hits such as Breaking My Heart, Pretty Brown Eyes, and that went gold and stayed on the charts for 34 weeks, R&B, and number six, The Pop, on the charts. And this song, What Kind of Man Would I Be, which I just played, was so popular that it stayed on the Billboard R&B chart for a total of 41 weeks. And last but not least, their single, You Send Me Swinging, peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Song charts for four weeks. Well, Men Condition will be appearing at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx on Saturday, May 30th, and they'll be sharing the stage with the group Tony, Tony, Tone, and as I said, uh, we'll be talking to vocalist and guitarist Wayne Wiggins later in the show. So, if you want to see the show, you better go get your tickets and call the Lehman Center box office at 718-960-8833 or go online for your tickets at www.lehmancenter.org. Anyway, as I said, I want to welcome Rick to the show, and let's just see what the group's been up to. Welcome, Rick. Hello, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Where are you calling from? Are you in uh, Minnesota at the time, or L.A., or where are you? I'm uh, I'm in Minnesota. Yep, I'm in uh, Invergrove Heights. Ah. Yep, uh, are you suburb on, of, um, arrested at the moment? Are, are you guys about to take a, go on tour, or are you resting at the moment? We never rest. We we out like every weekend. Like uh, it's, it's it's actually kind of beautiful. Like we get to go out and work, um, you know, on the weekend, and then back home on you know Sunday, Monday, and uh, you know have the rest of the week off until the weekend again. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Now let me ask yeah. you, how you guys got together? Did it all start in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, is from uh, St. Paul Central except for me. Uh, I came up from Chicago, and um, I was playing with a gentleman named Kevin Jackson, and then he had Stoke on drums and Larry on keyboards, and that's how I kind of got introduced. And then, you know, those those guys would invite other band members out, like Odell, to, to come check me out. They were like, there's this guy, he has a jerry curl, he's spraying everybody in the in the crowd, and he's, and he's doing splits, and he's spinning and he has like really tight pants on and so you know they would uh stoke dad came out and checked me out and uh you know a few guys from the band and 
they just kind of cut me around for a minute. But they didn't really uh, – they were thinking about not using me in the band because me and the gentleman, Kevin Jackson, would get into it, you know. And, uh, you know, I was I was – came straight up from Chicago from the you know from the streets uh ex game member so I kind of had to adjust how to um you know deal with people and in a respectful way and you know and talk to people a certain way and uh you know I've definitely grown a lot but I'm still like they would probably say the uh the pit bull of the other group I guess you know I believe oh, um chuckling. I was chuckling because you mentioned the the Jerry cult Girl. And I remember back in the day, people didn't want you to lean on their couch or put your head on their yeah. wall. Cause... <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, I had an ex. I had an ex. Uh, I had a girlfriend, and I used to come over her house all the time. And I would stand in her hallway, and her mom was like, "Can we please stop him from coming over? Standing in the hallway, bring him in the house or something, but just don't let him be in my hallway because I guess I leaned on the wall or something." But. <laughs> Yeah, music uh, to develop, or or did each of you have a, a musical family background? Or tell me about that. That I think um, you know, uh, Jeff's dad had like a jazz collection, and um, and you know Stoke Stoke parents, you know they they uh, his dad is a professor and his mom is a teacher, so they would travel to Africa, and and just you know and being in Minnesota, you get to listen to. It probably wasn't a black station, you know, uh, but there was probably one black station, that, which is a uh, Camo J, but you can only get that as you get close to the station. And, uh, you know, me being from Chicago, um, all my older brothers, they just didn't have one style of music in their album, in their album collection. You know, they had Parliament Funkadelic, they had the Rolling Stone, they had Led Zeppelin, Queen, you know, War, Earth, Wind & Fire, Ohio Players, they had the Band of Gypsies, Jimi Hendrix. You know, they had, um, there was a bunch of stuff. So we grew up at a at a great time, you know, in music. Yeah, that was a wonderful period of time back in the day. But you're still yeah. here and you're still going strong. Um, are all the members, as I said, you had, I know, um, did Car- Carrie Lewis leave already or you still have yes. the same members as before? Same members. Yeah, yeah, same members. Uh, Carrie, uh, you know, Carrie got married and started having kids, and uh, you know that kind of became his priority at the time. And uh, you know, the rest of us hung in there. And you know, he, um, you know, it's 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 rough being in a group. You know, you got five other guys. You got to hear everybody's opinion, and you got to hear everybody's ideas. And you know, it's it's not the easiest thing to get along. And you got you know, guys showing up at different times and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, so Kerry got, he he got out easy. <laughs> and, uh, well, he, he started producing other artists, right? And he produces his wife, Tony Braxton? I know, yeah, he definitely did some stuff with her and stuff like that. And I'm not sure what else, you know, he did. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, also do ballads. As I said, he does so many different things, but are the ballads written by specific uh, specific members or of the group, or do you all contribute? Or everybody, everybody definitely contributes to the writing. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, women definitely, you know, inspire us to write songs, and so uh, 
And so we write them about them. Yeah. I'm but. sure the women are glad to be your inspiration. And that's where you get your ideas, basically, from, from uh, I guess, from, from romantic lot, situations or just the world yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of life experiences, you know, like uh, like me, for instance, like everything I write, like 90% of it is about like something that actually happened. So, yeah, so our next couple of records, you're going to hear some interesting things. I think you're going to hear an, uh, an interesting twist lyrically coming from me because of, uh, you know, different things I've, I've experienced, you know, um, dating and, you know, meeting women that, you know, um, you know, that might have had some um, some problems and could use a little anger management, you know? Um, so yeah, you're definitely going to hear some, uh, some different stuff from me coming up. So. So that's new stuff we can expect you say. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in the, we're in the studio right now, actually, uh, working on a, um, <laughs> we're working on a Christmas album right now. Our first, our first Christmas album. Uh, it was, you know, it was, um, I didn't know how, you know, I've already been writing for another record and then this pops up. So it was a little weird to me, but, you know, you, you got to adjust and you got to, um, you know, and you got to, you know, so I had to set up my Christmas tree in my living room, you know, in, uh, in May, you know, so <laughs> to get some well, inspiration. Was it going to be so. kind of R&B-ish or jazzy or, or straight it, traditional? It, it's it's going to be a, a men condition Christmas record. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we can't wait. Well, you know what I'm going to do is play another song because I, I happen to like this one, uh, Believe in Us. Uh-huh. For the audience, uh, Net Conditions, Believe in Us. See, I want you to know you're more than beautiful. You know I see you because you know I like you, girl.
wanna go, I can take it there. If you open up, I can show you how I can. Title of, of your album, Move at the Speed of Light. I don't know, it's just cool. I love that title. Uh, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, you have some nice songs on the album, like Believe in Us, which uh, I just played, and Is It Completely and Never Heard Again and Slow Woman. Oh, okay. So I recommend to people to, to listen to those songs. But, you know, before you uh, arrive at Lehman Center, which is going to be on May 30th, I saw that you are going to be in, uh, was it Playa del Carmen, Mexico, from the 22nd to the 25th of May. You guys plan yeah. on soaking up some sun while you're there? Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. Um, you know, it's always good to get away and, um, you know, kind of like a vacation slash slash gig. Um, you know, definitely looking forward. I hope, I hope the weather is nice and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be nice. Well, when you guys go on tour, do you take your family? Uh, sometimes, you know. Yeah. Sometimes um, I just, I just, and sometimes we just go on trips, you know, with our kids by ourselves. I just got back uh, from, uh, I took my uh, my daughter to uh, Japan to go see one of her favorite wow. groups. It's a uh, K-pop group called Shiny. And we were there for two, I mean, for about, three or four days and went to two concerts. The concerts was like four hours long. I was like, uh, I mean, two days in a row, I got, I got to do this baby. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I was like, you can't go with, you can't go by yourself. The hotel is connected to the venue. I was like, you're grown. <laughs> you can do it. But you know, she was like, nah, uh, uh-uh, you got to come. Yeah. Yeah. So, was your last album Move at the Speed of Life? Or, or, yes. Is that correct? Yep. Oh, yep. okay. And now you're going to, the next one is, you haven't even titled your Christmas song yet, right? Your Christmas album, you're still working on that? We're right in the middle of that right now. Uh, hopefully finish it up uh, within the next um, few weeks. And it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's time to start thinking about all of that stuff and artwork and uh, and everything right now. Oh, so we we should be hearing it this Christmas. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah this Christmas. Good to well, I want to mention that you know, Mint Condition will be heading towards the Bronx after after Mexico. 
and they'll be at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, which is going to be on Saturday, May 30th. And the show starts at 8. And again, I encourage fans to call the Lehman Center box office at 718-960-8833. Or you can go online for tickets at www. You know I have what? a question for you. Okay. Is, is, is that an outdoor venue? I think I remember we did something in, like, outside of a... a a center or something one time, and it was it felt like it was for the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Indoors. Great, great. Now you great. also was touring with, uh, well, he's a homie, right? He's a homie, Prince. Prince is uh, from Minnesota, too? Yes, yep. He's from the uh, originally, he, I think he's from the north side, and, uh, uh, the, the, you know, all the, all the guys are from St. Paul. Um, yeah, I mean, we... Definitely, you know, um, it was it was a it was some great moments. And like one time he came out on stage and he was like, uh, no, before he came up on stage, he was like, you know, can I perform with you guys tonight? We were like, yeah, you can perform with us. Come on, man, like come on out. Then he then then he came out and he was like, when can I start playing? And we were like, no, anytime. And then we just we just ripped it, man. Those were like definitely some uh, you know some fun shows. A couple we did over. Um, over in, I believe, uh, I think it was like France and Belgium. One night was like thirty thousand. One night was sixty thousand. Like that, wow. that guy, you know, he does some really great numbers. You know, um, he has he has respect for the group, and we have a you know a ton of re- ton of respect for him. I mean, he's the cat that kind of paved the whole way for this whole you know this whole Minneapolis. Thing that kind of that that took off, you know. So, are you guys uh, after after Lehman? Uh, are you are you on a mini tour, or what's going on with that? We we're out on the road consistently, uh, like every weekend or every other weekend. You can go to minconditionmusic dot com and find out what we're doing, where we're going to be at. You know, the Twitter is on there, the Facebook. You know, let's be friends on Twitter and Facebook. Um, you know, um, you can definitely find out all your info on com. Okay, thank you, because that was my next question. Where can people find out about what's going on with you guys? Um, yeah. Again, I want to mention that you, you're going to be at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx. And it's mm-hmm. basically a, a black and Hispanic neighborhood. But, oh, okay, uh, cool. Everybody goes. I mean, you have fans and from every area and everybody. So uh, mm-hmm. already. Uh, I, I love playing outdoors too. I mean, because then you get like, like those free shows outdoors and then you get people that don't normally go to concerts, you know, they come, uh, you get like, you know, older ladies and stuff like that, you know, uh, and, and you get a couple older, you know, older men out there that just like, what are these young bucks about to do? And, you know, and then you kind of see them like start smiling, you know, halfway through a few songs, and then they're kind of into it. And it's you know, it's, it's like the real people of the of the city, you know, they get to come out, and uh, you know, may not have you know sixty, seventy five, a hundred and seventy five dollars depends on what we're playing at, you know, to uh, to come to a concert. But you know, so I I definitely love a lot of those, you know, a lot of those type shows for the uh, for the community. I love it. Well, Lincoln Center has that. They have Lincoln Center out of doors. 
It usually starts in the summer, maybe late June and, and on to August. I've gone to several okay. of those, and everybody's awesome. there. Great, yeah. great. So anyway, it's it's been uh, great talking to you. It's been a pleasure, actually. I've enjoyed the interview. Um, All right. And I thank you so much. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you'd like to say to the audience? Um, no, I, th- I think we covered, you know, covered a lot. Definitely, uh, you know, appreciate all the support for all them years. And uh, thank you for, you know, having me on the show today. Uh, you know, definitely appreciate it and look forward to doing it again. Thank you. And I'll see you on May 30th. All right. Now take care. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And, and that was um, Rick everyone, and uh, he's putting it condition that he'll be appearing at Amy Center for the Performing Arts on Saturday, May 30th at 8 p.m. If you want to get your tickets, you should call 718-960-8823 or go online at org. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break now, and hopefully when we come back, for the second half of the show, we're going to have Tony, 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 Tones. Pretty brown eyes, you know I see him. It's a disguise, the way you treat Quit playing these love 
Well, I expect uh, Tony Tony Tone to be here any moment, and they're going to be represented by Dwayne Wiggins. In fact, he was here, but he uh, fell off the line, so I'm sure he'll be right back. In the meantime, I will tell you a little bit about him or about the group. Um, the Wiggins group, Tony Tony Tone, had our hit makers. And their number one R&B hit was It Never Rains in Southern California, Feels Good, The Blues, and Whatever You Want, R&B chart. Feels Good was the group's first single to reach the top 10 of the, hundred, of the Hot 100 and managed to go gold. Tony, Tony, Tom will be joining Link Condition at Lehman Center, as I said earlier in the show, and that's Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, and they will be performing on Saturday, May 30th, and already the tickets are selling. So be sure to call 718-960-8833. That's 718-960-8833. Or go online at Lehman Center Box Office. Uh, I'm sorry, go online at www.lehmancenter.org and also for the Lehman Center box office. And, well, uh, Dwayne has fell away again, so I guess I'll play another one of their songs until he has gotten back on. So why don't we start with Anniversary, which is, no, you know what? I'm going to play Feels Good. Here we go. Tony Tony Tone song feels good, and Wayne's uh, gonna be with us right after this song. Oh, hang in there, and hang in there, Wayne.
right? But he said, um, we all know about the never rains in Southern California. And here's Wayne. Du- Duane, I should say. How are you, Duane? I'm super wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Finally. I'm glad we finally is connected. Di- is this Deidre? Yes, it is. Oh, I want to. 100. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. And it's a pleasure to talk to you. I, I, I know that you're, you're an Oakland boy, right? You're, you're yes. Uh, I'm an Oakland boy. Yes. <laughs> yep, okay. pretty much. Well, can you, for those that don't know, and uh, most people do, but just for those that don't know, can you tell me who the other members of, of your of Tony Tony Tone are? Well, uh, the uh, the original members are uh, myself, Dwayne, and my bro- uh, my brother Raphael, Sadiq, and Timothy Christian Riley, the cousin of the fam. And so that's how we originally started out with it. And um, our band members, of course, and everything were all family as well, cousins, you know, uh, on one side or the other. And then, so since we've been, since we came out, which has been since 1988, been pretty much us in a full band, and some of the things have changed. Some of the some of the band things change when we uh, expand with like horn players and violin players and whatever else. But for the most part, you know, it's, we're usually up there with a couple of guitar players, bass player, and a B three player, and the and the drummer, of course. But um, so our band members change outside of the three principals, which is me, Raphael, and Tim. And Raphael uh, went. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, Raphael's brother and then Tim's cousin. And who? And now we have singing a, another cousin. His name is Amar Khalil, who's been um, been the front guy since about 1999. You know, we've been moving on the road quite a bit. And uh, if, if anybody knows Tony, 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 you know, our music is kind of like the score to who we are and how we grew up, you know, in Oakland. So... The, those chain, those those singers that that we use from time to time are always someone that reflects our family. You know, this and the roots are pretty deep in our music. Well, obviously, you come from a very musical family. Uh, yeah, I guess you'd say that. You know, but we started out. I'm, my father was a blues guitarist, and that's who inspired me to get in. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, we went from one thing to the next with musicians and. And Tony, Tony, Tony happened just to be a nickname of a roommate of mine at one point in my, in my life. And then somehow it ended up being the name of our band. How did that come to mind? I mean, it was your roommate and then, what, you just guys were hanging around one day and making a joke or something? Or how did that come? Yeah, no, I mean, really, that's exactly how it happened. Was, uh, a roommate of mine, we used to call him Tony, Tony, Tony as a nickname. And, and you know, so... It kind of like wore on us for a while. And whenever we would go out partying or something, we had certain styles about how we would dress, always vintage clothing, shopping, and whatever. And so we created this image we called Tony, Tony, Tony. Well, and that was, I think that was, that was long before the band, you know? That was long before we started a group, though. Wow. Well, speaking of that, once you started, you were a hit maker right off the bat. You came out swinging with who, right? And it went going. Yeah, and I don't think that nobody could have told us we were hit makers because, you know, even if you, if you go from album to album, like in our first album was produced by some good buddies of, of ours 
who uh, who were, were responsible for Timex Social Club, you know, that big hit Rumors, which is, you know, set it off in terms of independent groups in the Bay Area, independent bands especially. And then from there went to um, Club Nouveau and, uh, you know, that whole thing. So those were the producers from that. But we started out, they produced the first album. Then if you listen to the second album, it was us producing. And then the third album and the fourth, of course. But if you listen to it, it starts kind of like reverting back to how we originally were. We were not like session musicians. We were more like jam band, you know. Did a lot of clubs, did a lot of jam battles and stuff like that, and just jamming at the house before we started as a group. And so who was um, Little Walter? I mean, that became Little Walter was a right. That was first. That, that was the very first one, right? Walter? I mean, that was some, a few real persons in life. That that was our message to folks where you do evil things and bad things, they come back on to you in one way or the other. Ah. Well, then after that, Born Not mm-hmm. to Know and for the, for the Love of You and Baby Doll, they all yeah. were uh, top ten R&B singles. And, I mean, you, you know, by you just saying that, that's one thing that, uh, that made me realize. We always want to have music that said something that, that was more than just a beat, you know what I mean? Uh, that had some sort of message reaching out or whatever. And so we've always had songs that kind of like, even on every album we did, it was some sort of um, song that we would have that had a message. But Hey Little Walter, you know, that one we taken from the song Wade in the Water. Growing up in Oakland in those times, you know, that was the 80s, you know. That was the 80s, and that's when crack and, you know, and everything had hit our communities in the hood and, so we want to give a message to you know to our folks, you know what I mean, Little Walter. Well, in the nineties, we, we gave it a, had a revival. In the nineties, we straight up had a revival. <laughs> you know that 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 yeah. was that was a trip because we were in the studio recording a lot of songs, and we ended up putting B three on a lot of stuff. So I remember one of these. Um, he's a this guy's a big exec now in the music industry, but that time he was like a start out intern at at Wing which was run by Ed Eckstein. Um, Wing was our, the label we were signed to, distributed through Polydor. But this guy was like a little intern who was in the studio with us, sitting at the board. And I have to say, he's the one that gave us the inspiration to call it the revival. Because we listened to the album the whole time he's sitting there listening, like, man, it sounds like I'm in the church right now. What if, y'all going to give a damn revival? And me and Raphael looked at each other and like, hey, that's it, the revival. That was, that was most of our albums were. That's that, right? It was one of your greatest. Oh, uh, yeah. Success. Yeah, I think that album, I, I believe that album sold double platinum. It's either platinum, platinum or double platinum. I can't remember. Well, uh, Sons of Soul, does that go double platinum? Yep. Wow. So you had a couple double platinum? Yeah, and on the platinum and. Somehow we got six platinums somewhere. You know, Trip, I never have really kept up with what we sold much. Even on our last album, you know, I mean, of course, you know, we see these checks, okay, we were knowing we'd being successful with it, but the success to us, man, is still having loyal fans and newfound followers that's, that's popping off now. And that's, that means more than, to me than anything. I mean, it's, even out of, our, out of our whole career, we never won a Grammy for uh, none of our music. 
you know, at any of those. Well, we did win an American Music Award, but we did win a Grammy with um, with Alicia Keys. You know, oh, on the diary. Um, diary with her. Diary. Yeah. 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 The title track. That was the title track. But so yeah, this we've had some cool success with our with our albums, but it's always been about you know what we felt and we had something to say when we were in the studio and people you know felt that energy and I and I guess that that's what we can attribute to the fact that we were selling units in a time that it wasn't so popular for bands to get it in like that. Well, also you have a lot of energy guys that are all, uh, all over the stage from what I saw on the on the YouTube your your band is quite energetic. We are, it's really a trip, and we are rhythm and blues, as they call us, but to tell you the truth, we are 100% a jam band. If it mm-hmm. got down to it, we go hard in the clubs. We go hard in the streets with it. That's, and so, you know, performing on stage is really like a therapy for us to be able to get loose. and get. So, we get, you know, we're not so um, set. You know, our, our things change, and you know, sometimes the notes are off, sometimes the guitar off, sometimes the guitar is feeding back. But that's what makes it real. You feel me? That's what I enjoy about what the Tonys do. And you never also feed off the audience, right? You get your energy from the audience. Oh, 100%. So much that we bring them on stage with us. <laughs> well, I want to also say that, you know, I, I mentioned it, uh, that you guys yeah. would be sharing the stage at the um, Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx. And I should tell people, again, if you want tickets, you better hurry up because they're going. Uh, so call the box office at 718-960-8833. Again, 718-960-8833. You know and the computer people like can about go that, online. <laughs> you say the computer yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are not. Remember, being in, you know, we've seen different formats of recordings across the board. We go back to two inch tape. We go back to cassette tapes. Wow. We go back to oh, wow. I almost want to say we go back to eight tracks, but I mean I've seen an eight track and heard in my life, but we never recorded for an eight track. But you know, cassette, wax. As a matter of fact, we still do wax. We we brought that back with our la- uh, latest single, a song called It's a Beautiful Thing. Wow. And um that's straight up. You know, we did like four four mixes on it. We released the limited edition of Wax of Tony Hoy Tony. And so in one way or the other, it kind of made people like um, buying stock of, of a song with the Tonys when you purchase that that um, that copy. You know what I mean? It's a limited edition of them. They're numbered and the whole bit. And uh, I, I think that's fly because, you know, as, as we traveled back in the uh, days a lot, we always noticed when we were in other countries that they were big on Wax. You know, you'd have a limited edition. I got this such 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 of uh, Oakland Stroke by Tony Hoy Tony. There's only five of them, and such and them bad boys yeah. would move like so that. You know what I mean? Yeah, classic. you know. So so, and only the real boys can do that. The wax sounds better than the 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 digital. I guess that's in the like that's, that's a person's opinion, but some people just they just want the the old fashioned records. They like to hear that crackly sound and the you know the, the feel of it. One thing I know for sure is that you were able to really get really uh, uh, intricate with the artwork on those albums, you know. And that's kind of like yeah. you know back back then we we got real in depth. 
about our album covers. You know, I'm not going to say, well, the first one was pretty much a picture of us straight up and whatever. A lot of them were pictures of it, but the way it was set, you know, from from each album, we, we had, um, like, concepts and, 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 and just like a, I guess you would say, not a, I guess you could say a theme. Yeah, it all, it all, cause you know, you had your first single, second single, third single, fourth single. Now, me, by me saying that alone, how many groups get four or five singles? An album? Not many today, if at any at all. Mm-hmm. People don't even do, you know. Phenomenal. But that album, man, being able to have a theme that moved from each single and they all kind of like flowed with the album, you know. So you really got into your artwork and people would, Collect those album covers. You know, it's something that you see on the wall. It's something that was a piece of art. Well, you remember so, Peter so, Mac? Um, remember him? Peter Mac. Uh, I guess that Peter was Mac his Peter artwork. Mac. He has some unusual uh, artwork on some of these album covers. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go back to some of those uh, album covers, man, of those uh, straight-up uh, jazz classic albums and stuff, they had a certain look to them, you know, a certain mm-hmm. feel. You look at some of the Motown stuff, they, those album covers had a certain feel to them and everything. The Tony's album covers, man, to me, they had a certain feel. We we really, you know, took our time thinking about what we wanted to try and say with our projects. And even like our last album, uh, House of Music, that was an OG. He passed, he passed away, but he was a photographer that did a lot of people like Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra and all of that. He did a lot of stuff for Capitol Records, so he was... You know, he, he had a cameraman where well, he put the the, the the cloth over his head and stuff, and you damn they put gunpowder in it. Yeah. And, yeah, that, and that picture really came out feeling like whoosh, dudes was back in the day. But that's what we wanted you to feel with us, like you know what antique, I mean? Right. Well, it was like type of photo that ended up looking like an antique, like back in the Western days or something? Yeah, yep. Yeah, it was an antique, yeah, the antique the, well, the, the, the vibe of the picture gave you that warm feel, too. We, I mean, it, so I mean, think, even thinking about that, we said we wanted our stuff to feel like something that was done at, uh, you know, Capitol Records, which was all classic back then. So having him, we even took it to a classic uh, uh, location called uh, on Lake. What is that on Sunset in L.A. Uh, Chateau Myanmar. Well, yeah, Sun, Sunset Boulevard. It's the hotel called uh, Chateau Myanmar. Very I'm famous. Sure. I mean, and took it on the top deck of that. That was such a memory in my mind. Wow, it's a memory in your mind because of, of recording. Because there oh what? man, well, well, uh, well, the photo shoot there. Um, then just being on that, you know, one of our favorite movies back in the day used to be Animal House. You know what I mean? The crazy movie. And that we happened to take our uh, photo shoot in the suite where John Belushi uh, passed away. And that was that was spooky. You know, and that was the, you know, the the, uh, the old House of, uh, House of Music album cover. And I'm like, wow, when you look at that, we think about it. Like, wow, who's sitting in that room and walking in each room and holding it and thinking about it. This is where that good man passed away. Wow. God bless. And we'll bring some magic out of this bad boy from here. Well, now, he was a guy that at least lived his life with a lot of fun, I guess. Ooh, a whole lot of fun. Animal House. 
for your stage, the stage hand set that up, and all you have to do is get on stage and make your adjustments or whatever. Yes, that's it. You got it. Yeah, that's cool. Well, what are your interests outside of music, or is music? I mean, do you are you involved in projects or charities or things like that? Well, I do a lot of stuff here in the Bay Area with um, a lot of city officials. Have um, we have a nonprofit that we run? It's called Youth Aid, and we do a lot of uh, developing and mentoring young artists at industry standards. So, and that's kind of like how we ended up signing and. And, and I guess you call developing Destiny's Child in '95, '96 is working with young groups, developing them, showing them this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden, we found out we had a knack at it. You know, we're pretty good at it, and we've been doing stuff like that, like working with Keisha Cole. That's another artist that that lived in the house of music that was um, mentored through the Tonys. And then, of course, we had Alicia Keys. I first met her when she came to my studio in West Oakland. So that type of stuff. You know, um, outside of music, I do a lot of things with um, a lot of schools out here, and um, I do a lot of things like I got my own little bike set up. <laughs> I like riding bikes and stuff. I'm a real simple dude. Well, that must be you really know. rewarding. You can see that you're bringing other other youth forward. Just, I, I can imagine the the music business can be like a maze if if you don't have someone to sort of mentor you or guide you. Yeah, you know, us, we didn't learn this in school, you know, it's um something that we learn the hard way, but you're going to learn one way or the other, it's either you go to school and you get that education, you get it right on point, you're going to learn it, you're going to get that education the rough way, one way or the other, you have to get it, but I just felt like, you know, I wanted to give kids, you know, an opportunity to see how things really are and learn but mostly, I'm into protecting my surroundings. I'm like, you know, I, this rhythm and blues stuff that we grew up with, we got to uh, we got to preserve this, and you got to make sure that you pass it down, and you got to make sure you pass it down authentically, so it doesn't, you know, veer the wrong way. So that's what, and that's kind of like um, our passion. Well, we're coming to the end of our show. Is there? I, I again want to mention that you guys will be at Women's Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx. And that's located at 250 Bedford Park Boulevard West. You can hop on the D train or you can hop on the floor and get off at Bedford Park Boulevard. Or you can get your tickets right now because I think they're going like hotcakes. Uh, so call 718-960-8833. That's the box office at Women's Center. Or LehmanCenter.org. Go online and... and Get your tickets. Uh, do you think you're going to be in the area when we come out there? I'd like to get a chance to meet you and probably give you a package of uh, the yeah. Tony's coffee. Yeah. yeah. So you're, well, the, the you're pretty much working. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, for, sure, for sure, you know. Well, if you get a chance to, I mean, um, if you get a chance to look up our site uh, for our, our nonprofits, you can get involved with some of the things we do outside of uh, staying on the road like this. Uh, uh, the website is Youth Aid. That's Y O U T H A A I D nonprofit dot org. Get a little information about what we're setting up. I'm trying to decide: should I play Anniversary or It Never Rains in Southern California? Which one should I play to win? Put that It Never Rains on them. Never rains. All right, we're gonna end Ooh. the show. 
Is it never raised in Southern California? When you're in Cali, Cali, Cali.